your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Golden Knights. A full practice on Wednesday as Robin Leonard returned and a look at the latest Locked On NHL Power Rankings. Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco. You can follow us at Locked On VGK or me at Tony Dasco on Twitter. You can hear me every Saturday morning from 8 to 10 a.m. on 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas, which is also heard on the Odyssey app. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. It's free and available on all platforms. A good practice on Wednesday for the VGK. Pete DeBoer feels that the team won't have very many of these opportunities to have a full practice like they did on Wednesday, maybe until the playoffs. Eight defensemen plus four lines, two goalies, Laurent Brossois, and Robin Leonard. Yeah, Robin Leonard was out there. Leonard, Zach Whitecloud, and Alec Martinez were full participants on Wednesday. With Robin Leonard, maybe all these trade rumors looking for another goalie got him back on the ice a lot quicker. He is now listed as day-to-day. Leonard with an upper body injury. He has missed significant time, according to Pete DeBoer. VGK DeBoer said does not want to rush him back. Maybe he will be in the lineup, I'm guessing, by sometime next week. Leonard has missed the past three games. He has been out since that 6 to nothing blowout loss at Calgary. If Leonard is still injured, perhaps he is going to try to play through his injury. Leonard has a record of 19-13-1. Do you feel comfortable, i got to throw this question out there, with Leonard Ambrosois in net in the playoffs? Just I'm just asking. I call Brossois serviceable, but can he win the big game? Can these two goaltenders bring this team the cup? I'm just plain and simple throwing it out there. At the very least, I feel that the Golden Knights will need a more experienced player in that than Laurent Brossois. We talked about it on Tuesday. We talked about the possible deal with the Islanders to bring the former Leonard teammate, Semyon Verlamov, to the Golden Knights before the trading deadline next month. There are other goalie options out there, but perhaps it's Verlamov who winds up here. But I feel as though the Golden Knights are going to need just one more goalie there that has more playoff experience. Leonard, okay. Brossois, not quite sure. And it was good to see Leonard back on the ice on Wednesday. DeBoer said White Cloud is closer to returning than Leonard. White Cloud has been out for nearly a month with a broken foot. It's his third time on the shelf this season. He had that wrist injury and some back issues too. We could see him as soon as this weekend. DeBoer said White Cloud has been going hard. The broken bone in his foot is healed. He says he's ready to go. The VGK will need White Cloud against the Avalanche, especially on Saturday night. Very physical player, and he might save the Golden Knights on some of its cap room, making about just 700000 a year. Yeah, Zach White Cloud is ready to go. We will see him back in the lineup this weekend. Alec Martinez, on the other hand, is listed as status quo, which I interpreted Pete DeBoer to be saying he is still not ready. Even though Martinez was back as a full participant, DeBoer said Martinez still has a long way to go. He said he feels optimistic, but they want to see how Martinez responds. DeBoer said that we are still not in the arena where Martinez is available for a game. 
It does appear, as we've talked about, that Martinez has had some setbacks due to that massive cut on his face when he took the accidental skate back in November. He has been traveling with the team some too. He went on that East Coast team tour, and I suspect that he was with VGK when they had the retreat a couple of weeks ago in Lake Louise. And he might be on the road again this weekend on Friday night in Arizona. Also of a concern is Martinez's $5.25 million salary against the cap. The Golden Knights will hold out Martinez as long as possible, I believe. Again, they don't want to rush him back. Also, if the team is winning, do you think that there might be a remote possibility that Martinez will be held out until the playoffs begin? He can recuperate, and as we know, there is no salary cap in the playoffs. One other note from Wednesday's practice, it was nice to see that Nolan Patrick was back on the ice. He was wearing a non-contact jersey. Patrick, who missed an entire season with the Flyers due to the migraine issue, suffered a concussion against the Avalanche on February the 16th on the hit from Nathan McKinnon. While we're at it, I am so looking forward to Saturday's game against Colorado in the rematch. Will McKinnon even play? I think so. He was out with a minor lower body injury on Wednesday night. He should be ready for the VGK. And if so, McKinnon, will he be targeted by the Golden Knights for what the team deemed to be a dirty hit? And the fans also disliked it here. Not by me, though. I thought McKinnon was going for the puck. I thought that he cut in front of Patrick where contact was made, and the contact was made to Patrick's head. In any event, the Avs will be visiting Winnipeg on Friday, so both the Golden Knights and Colorado will come in on Saturday night playing the tail end of the back-to-back. McKinnon has had some issues this season. He missed some games with a broken nose and a concussion. He was in the spotlight earlier this week for swinging his stick at Tomas Nosek, the former Golden Knight and he hit the linesman, Michael Cormier, in the process. Many thought that it was intentional. In any event, it's going to be interesting to see what type of welcome Nathan McKinnon receives this weekend at the Fortress. Coming up next, our Locked On NHL Power Rankings. And Pete DeBoer said that none of these upsets recently surprised him in the league this time of year. You are listening to Locked On Golden Knights. Basketball is in full steam in both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, as well as all the latest coverage and information. Head to the website today. Or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. I'm Tony Cardasco. It is time to take a look at our Locked On NHL Power Rankings. This week, I voted VGK 12th still. They lost three straight before taking out their frustrations on San Jose, so I kept the Golden Knights at number 12. That's where they were this week in our overall network power rankings. Jack Eichel mania is one thing, but the Golden Knights are still allowing opponents to get behind the defense at times. In the next 31 games, are the Golden Knights going to have to be a team that has to score a bunch of goals to win games? Will its goaltending hold up? 
every time I feel that the Golden Knights are getting into a groove, that they're ready to roll, they seem to fall back. And we know how much the Golden Knights struggle against the upper echelon teams in the NHL. I feel that there are 11 teams that are ahead of VGK, especially since the Golden Knights are struggling at home, on home ice, until they get consistent scoring out of the top six, until they play better defense. I don't think that I could rank the Golden Knights any higher. One thing that I feel will help the Golden Knights moving forward is a consistent schedule, hopefully, in which they can build momentum once they win a few games. Perhaps they can get on a roll. VGK, for what it's worth in this next stretch, is playing the 31st-ranked Coyotes and the 23rd-ranked Sharks, who are even worse than that ranking. I think they're going to drop like a lead balloon. In the Pacific Division, I voted the Flames fourth overall. I feel that they have every piece of the puzzle. Good goaltending, scoring, and defense. They're on a roll. A physical team that's going to wear down opponents. The top team in our locked-on power rankings is Colorado this week, up from second a week ago as they leapfrog the Panthers. And just one vote separates those top two teams. I am sure that I messed things up by putting the Flames in the top four. Our third-place team is the Hurricanes, then the Lightning. The Leafs are fifth, but they are on a three-game losing streak. They host the Wild, who are ranked seventh, on Thursday. Should be a really good game. But the Wild have also been on a losing skid. They've lost three out of the last four games, including a loss in Ottawa on Tuesday. The Flames are overall ranked sixth. The Rangers, Penguins, and Capitals round out top ten. Not much noise from the Pacific Division in our top ten. Most of the teams are from the East. And also from the division, the Oilers are currently ranked 15th, and they could begin to fall again next week. Maybe they peaked. The Kings are ranked 17th, and right behind them are the Anaheim Ducks, who are still in playoff contention, and the Ducks are ranked number 18 in our power rankings. Pete DeBoer knows that any team can lose even to the bottom feeders. Take the Maple Leafs, for instance, losing to the Canadians and to the Blue Jackets. Look at this weekend for the Golden Knights. VGK plays at Arizona, the worst team arguably, and then the next night they'll play the best team in the NHL, the Avs, in the back-to-back. DeBoer said that these two games, these two teams, should be treated equally. There are two points at stake each night. Every night you see upsets in the league. DeBoer said teams beat teams that you never expect would win some of these games. He mentioned the San Jose game, where the Golden Knights, he felt, got some fortunate bounces in the contest, especially around the net. He said the Sharks played the Golden Knights hard, and he said it could have been a 2-1 to game. It could have been a different game if the bounces were different. With VGK playing about half of the teams that are out of playoff contention over the course of the final 31 games, they are going to have to win a bulk of those games. They can't let their guard down. DeBoer is warning his team that there are no easy nights in this league, regardless of who you are playing. You would think that the Golden Knights would get at least a four out of a possible six points over the next three games, Arizona, Colorado, and San Jose. After that, two of three at home with the Bruins and Senators visiting and the Golden Knights travel to Anaheim. There's the five-game road trip ahead after that. Like four of the five teams, I think, on that trip are not in the playoffs as of now. There are no easy games ahead for VGK. The Western standings are so tight. The Golden Knights cannot afford any slippage. They need to steal as many points as possible. They need to be sharp just about every night. Coming up next, can we get another trade rumor? You're listening to Locked On Golden Knights. 
Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. It is free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. With a trade deadline looming next month, I do not believe still that the Golden Knights will stand pat. My guess is VGK will try to get rid of some of the expiring contracts, be it Riley Smith, Matthias Janmark, or Braden McNabb. They need to get rid of Evgeny Dodonov's $5 million contract too. That was a bad contract for VGK. If everyone were healthy, I was looking at some numbers, the Golden Knights would be several million dollars over the cap. I know the Golden Knights would like to keep Mark Stone on the LTIR. They would like to hold out some players perhaps, but I am going to guess VGK is going to need as much firepower as possible late in the season. They are in an absolute dogfight. If we have figured out one thing about the Golden Knights, they just don't care about the salary cap. If they see a player they covet, they will make a deal. They will face the cap circumstances later. It has gotten this franchise in trouble before, and especially in that big game against Colorado last season, hate to harp on it, where the Golden Knights blew it in regard to the cap, and they suited up just 15 players. Doesn't even seem possible. That was May the 10th of last year, and it was a costly loss for VGK. As soon as a player's name is released in the rumor mill, everyone assumes VGK will be making a play regardless of the cap. The Golden Knights could figure out a way to save some talent exclusively for the playoffs. The Golden Knights see no cap constraints. On Tuesday, no sooner did JT Miller's name heat up in the rumor mill than Sportsnet's Nick Alberga tweeted out that JT Miller to Vegas-born, book it. Miller of the Canucks, he's the team's leading scorer. I can't see Vancouver wanting to trade him personally. And he does just carry a $5.25 million contract for one more season. And the Golden Knights could use a little bit more scoring and that scoring punch. So perhaps it makes sense. Miller is a skilled player. Could you imagine him with Eichel on the top line? Miller had 53 points in the first 50 games for Vancouver. The Golden Knights, I still feel, could use a scorer like Miller and a goalie to platoon with Robin Leonard, an experienced goalie, an experienced playoff goalie. Miller would want to play for a winning team. He's a type of bargain that the Golden Knights seem to find. The Canucks would want something in return, perhaps to Donoff, a draft pick, and a prospect from the farm system too. That's not much to part with. Miller has been a part of trade rumors for some time. Toronto and Columbus could also be in the mix. I am not sure if Vancouver would even think about trading Miller within the same division to VGK, but you can rest assured that there have been or will be some conversations between the two clubs. Miller would be a perfect fit, and the Golden Knights are a team that's all in. We just don't know what to believe this time of year, what players are up for sale, and at what price. But it's interesting to sit back and watch for us. I just don't believe that the Golden Knights are going to sit back also. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll have a preview of the Arizona and the Colorado games coming up this weekend. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It is free and available on all platforms. We thank you all for tuning in. I'm Tony Cardasco. We'll see you once again Friday right here on Locked On Golden Knights.